What is good, ladies and gentlemen? My name is We Too Deep. This is the We Too Deep podcast, episode number two. Thank you for joining in. We're going to cover the uh, wild card weekend football games uh, in the NFL playoffs. What a what a crazy uh, week end of uh, football this has been. Um, and uh, so that w- w- we're just going to go in. We're, we'll we'll talk about the games, break down what I thought about them, uh, and and uh, we'll move on. We'll do we'll, again. We'll end this with uh, my predictions for divisional round playoff weekend this coming up weekend. So let's just break in. We start with the Texans hosting the Cleveland Browns, um, and to just be point blank with you. C.J. Stroud's a beast. Now, I understand. Now, this is sort of where, where I fall on C.J. Stroud. Like, I don't believe that if the Panthers selected C.J. Stroud, he would have he would be, you know, in the same level, in the same ballpark of where he's at. I do think he's a better quarterback than Bryce Young, just, just talent-wise. Um, but with the team around, uh, around him at the moment, um, C.J. Stroud's got a better team. He really that's just the point. He he's got protection. He's got a little bit better weapons. And and Bryce Young's really running for his life. So I don't know necessarily if CJ Stroud would be in this level of of, of uh you know achievement um if he was on the Panthers. I don't I don't believe I can say that. What I will say though is that the boy can play football. And this Texans team, I do I think they make a run no, not exactly, but this team is, I think, a genuine contender for years to come um, with the roster they have sort of built, um, and and this sort of goes back to what I was saying last week. Um, with D'Amico Ryans being a defensive-minded coach, they had to hit on the quarterback position to sort of take over and, and cover up a little bit of his offensive and uh you know D'Amico Ryan's not being an offensive guy um and so I think CJ Stroud's gonna fit that mold I do um and so I'm excited for him going they just blew the brakes off and really set a for really set a a tone for for basically what we were going to see for the rest of the weekend and just blowout after blowout after blowout it seemed like um this uh, throughout the, the the playoffs the next game the chiefs and the dolphins not a surprising result here with the chiefs picking up a a, a 19 point victory it was like negative 8 degrees you know, it was it, the weather really played a, a role in this game. Not going to sort of knock the Chiefs. Um, I'm not sold on them a hundred percent, but I think we also have to mention that if the NFL has a little bit of of uh, you know incentive to push a team through the playoffs, it would be the Chiefs. Just just got to say that there's there's some incentive. To do that, I'm not saying they are doing it, but if they did have to do it, it would be the Chiefs. Um, but, but not much to really talk about that game. That other than the fact that this was the Peacock game, and I want to sit and address for a little bit these people who 
complain about Peacock. Now, I know not everyone has Peacock. Um, but it's what, like $5 a month for Peacock? I pay, I think, 12 for no ads. Um, so I like I don't understand the complaining about it. This is going to be where fo- where where football goes, right? Um, it's it's best for business, um, for the NFL as these companies like Peacock, NBC, rather than taking up TV time, they'll put you on Peacock, where where right in the, where it's a subscriber base, right? You, they can sell honestly sell your email list, right? And it's they could sell their email list. They could sell all um, you know. All of that stuff. It, it it's the future of of TV. It's the future of of sports. To be honest, um, you know, with YouTube TV being a streaming service that has Sunday Ticket, Amazon has a game on Thursdays now. I'm uh, NBC's getting in Peacock uh, with the playoffs. I'm certain, you know, maybe Paramount Plus may get into it uh, eventually, and um, eventually. You know, traditional sort of cable and satellite is going to disappear, and streaming's the future of, of television. I've been, I've personally been saying that uh, to people I know for about the last three to four years that streaming is going to be the future of television. Um, and so again, not much to really say about the Chiefs game other than they 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 got the victory. I think everyone thought they would get this next game is where things start getting wild. And I mentioned this last week that I thought the Green Bay-Dallas game was going to be closer than everyone was giving Green Bay credit for. I didn't have them putting 48 points on the Cowboys at home, beating them by 16. And really, this wasn't even as close as the score showed. Um, This was a complete blowout of the Dallas Cowboys. And and, and I just have to to sit here and say – to Cowboys fans around the world. And 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 really, I'm going to speak to the Cowboys as a team right now. You had me. You had me for about three weeks defending you, saying you're the best team at home. You know, you're if if they if they went out like if things went in their direction, they'll be you know the two seed, and, and they'll be playing at home at least until the con- the the conference championship, and and so. You know, if things go their way, you know, I was I was defending y'all for about two to three weeks because of that home record. And I was saying they're going to make the playoffs and the Cowboys are the team, uh, a team to beat in the NFC. Uh, you had me for about three weeks and this was maybe about a month and a half ago. You had me for about, about two to three weeks thinking y'all were something. Um, and, and, and we found out when when it came down to it, what you really were. We found out what you really were, and that's a, just a bunch of fakers. I just, you're a bunch of fakers, this team. Best defense, who cares? It didn't show up when it needed. Dak Prescott's playing MVP until he really needed to be an MVP. Right now, this isn't a Dak issue, right? This This comes down, I thoroughly believe, that Dak Prescott is part of the problem, but I think the biggest problem is Mike McCarthy. And 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 when he's right, he's right. 
but but when things don't go his way, right? When, when right, he basically ran Kellen Moore out of town. Right, he ran Kellen Moore out of Dallas in the play calling of Kevin Moore, Kellen Moore. Um, part of me believes McCarthy will be fired at some point in this offseason. Part of me believes it. Now I don't know. I'm not a hundred percent certain with that. You know, if I'm Dallas, I'm trading Dak Prescott to a team that needs a quarterback, right? Because it's not you're not there yet. Now Dak is good. I mean, four hundred and some odd yards, three tutties. That's good. That's a good stat line. If you take out the two interceptions, right? But I don't want to sit here and talk and trash Dallas so much. Dallas does what Dallas always does. They choke in the playoffs. They choke when it matters, right? And 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 twenty some odd years now of of just media almost going on 30 years of just mediocrity not winning anything always talking about the 90s guys it this is a what have you done for me recently type of league now and and it doesn't matter how good you are in the regular season y'all can't get past the playoffs right all that all the the the, the, the season that you put for 12 and 5 record Dak playing at MVP caliber, what seemed like most of the year. CD Lamb doing what he's doing. Uh, second string corner, I forgot his name, you know, intercepting the ball left and right. Micah Parsons doing all he's doing. And, and, and yet you're out to the Packers. You become the first team ever as a two seed to lose to a seven seed in the history since they started doing seven seeds. But that's, I don't want to just talk about Dallas because what I feel a lot of people in the media have been doing since Dallas lost is, is blaming Dallas and they're not congratulating Green Bay. And that's what I want to do. I want to congratulate Green Bay. This is the team that, you know, everyone thought when Aaron Rodgers got traded that the Packers were had zero chance of doing anything. Now, I just want to say, I just want to say, I didn't have them in the playoffs, but a lot of teams, wrote, a lot of people wrote them off. And, and I believe, if I remember correctly, I had them at seven wins in the offseason when I was going through this. I don't fully remember. Uh, I, I believe I had them at seven wins because I looked at their schedule and I thought that they were good enough to get about seven wins, if I remember correctly. And 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 so, you know, they ended up with nine. They made the playoffs because the NFC is a weak conference. They make the playoffs at nine and eight, and they come in and, and, and get the biggest win of their of their season against Dallas. And this Green Bay team has a lot to to to, to uh, be excited about Aaron Jones went off Jordan love is Jordan love like the next Tom Brady absolutely not not yet I haven't seen it but he's in he's improved week after week after week since the middle of October each week he's improved and he's shown that he he has something that Aaron Rodgers didn't have last year Aaron Rodgers didn't have the ability to put up with the young the young kids Jordan loves and you know this is a young team 
And Jordan Love is able to command the younger players. He's in their generation. He relates better to them. And so as much as we could trash talk Dallas, I want to sit here and say Green Bay's got a team. And Jordan Love may never be a top five quarterback in the league. But I think we got to say that he's he's a he's at least a top fifteen. He's a very good game manager, um, and dude, dude's effortless in throwing the football. Like he wakes up and he can throw dots. Like I bet if I bet we can wake him up mid sleep, hand him a football as he's getting out of bed, and he's throwing a dot eighty yards down the field. He's got an arm on him. May not be always be the most accurate. May not be the best at reading a defense. At least at this point. But Jordan Love, he's improved a lot, and he's got an arm on him. And 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 I like what I saw out of him this season. I really do. I like what I saw out of Jordan Love. We move on to Sunday night football, uh, being that uh, we only had two games on Sunday now, being that the Bills game got moved. We'll talk about that in a minute. Sunday night football, this was the best game of the weekend. And it was, it was just two teams – going back and forth in this close, close game. And for the first time in 32 years, the Detroit Lions win a playoff game. Can they sustain this? I don't know. I surely hope they do. Out of all the teams remaining in the playoffs right now, the Lions are probably the team I'm the most excited for. Um, Do I think they could beat San Francisco? I don't know. I don't have an answer to that one at this point. I don't know. Um, but I really like the Detroit Lions, man. I really like them. I like Dan Campbell. This was a, this was such a great game. So I'm an offensive-minded guy. I really like high-scoring games. So, like, the Packers-Cowboys game was a combined, like, 80 points. I love those type of games. But I also love these games where, like, you got some scoring, but it's back and forth. It's not a blowout. But it's not too high scoring. Like this uh, final score, twenty four to twenty three. Probably the Rams should have won. I know there was a missed call at some point, uh, right? And so the Lions move on. Good story. The this sort of seemed like that a WWE style match where like you had the storyline of Stafford and and uh, Stafford coming back to Detroit. And uh, golf playing the Rams for the first time, I believe, since he's been traded from them. And and this just had that sort of drama, that WWE-style storyline that that I thoroughly enjoy. And it felt just like a, a, a punch. You know, they were trading blows throughout the whole game. And the Lions were able to just get that one little, uh, uh, you know, last-ditch effort to, to win the match, right? Uh, if you follow wrestling, you know what I'm talking about. Right, but the Lions, 32 years since a playoff win. Congratulations to them. It's been a long time. And uh, you can finally say you won one in the playoffs. I hope they can continue it. I really do. So let's talk about Monday. So we got the Bills and the Steelers, and it wasn't even close. The Bills won. I, I got some problems, though, with this. Like, why, why move the game, man? Why move it back? I get, you know, you know, they want to be safe. But here's my problem. Buffalo, if if your governor and if your if your local politicians are gonna call 
state of emergency, which they should, which they should. I thoroughly agree with that decision. I don't want people to get hurt or anything, right? But if you're going to do that and you know, you know, that the weather conditions where you play are bad, put a dome on. The reason, you know, they didn't get a dome on this new stadium is something along the lines of, you know, like we want the home field advantage. You know, we want the weather to play a part in the game, which is fine. I thoroughly agree with that stance. But then you can't be moving games every year in January when when games, you know, when the snow comes and you get four feet of snow. You can't be moving games all the time. You can't move time. You can't move cities. You got to play what the weather gives you. So if you're going to continue to sort of like cancel games and move games around, and that's not going to change the outcome of this game, the Steelers got absolutely destroyed, right? The Bills did the thing. Now, granted, it was the Steelers, right? You played Mason Rudolph, right? It, it's not like you you played some, you know, hard team. Um, and so Buffalo, man. I don't know. I don't know. I just, it, it, it was what it was, man. Uh, and then we ended the weekend last night with the Bucks versus the Eagles. And if you want to call this a game, we can. I thoroughly believe the Eagles gave up after the bye week. I believe that they gave up on the coaching staff. I believe they gave up on, you know, just playing football. There was hardly any effort. This game was over probably in the second quarter. Should have been over in the first. Um, yeah, this, this this was just bad. Baker Mayfield got made to look like a superstar. It's not a Jalen Hurts problem. This is a coaching problem, man. This is a, a coach in Nick Sirianni who's been covered and sort of graciously, you know, had coordinators that were competent and then he lost that and he he he's he's in an adult job right he he got a big boy job and and he's overwhelmed now because his sort of crutches and and Steichen and uh uh the defensive coordinator I can't think of his name right now Gannon Jonathan Gannon sort of got taken from him and it's hard to it's hard to bounce back losing coordinators it really is and and to lose both of them in the same year I don't know. And there's all these reports coming out that, you know, players don't even know if if uh, off of the coordinators calling the place or if, if Sariani's calling. They got a lot of problems, man. And 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 it, I'm be honest with you. I, I think the whole staff has to be gone. I think you got to come in with a whole new staff. And uh, really just I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, Sariani can't be there next year. He just can't. He just can't be there next year. I think he's lost the locker room. I really do. Um, yeah, you can't make make the Buccaneers, who barely made the playoffs. They they they're only the four seed because they won the division at nine and eight, right? You you can't have them come in and just put up thirty two points on you, and you barely really did anything offensively. Philly over the stretch after the bye week has looked like one of the worst teams in football. And so I think, I think 
They they need some not just coaching adjustment, but personnel problems. Personnel's not the big thing. Uh, they do need some uh, some help in at the safety position, in the cornerback position, in the linebacker position. Um, I'm not the the biggest you know person of like the ins and outs of that franchise, but just from what I've watched, they they need some help. And I'm not a big fan of blaming coaches, but at some point you got to start blaming coaches and. And this is a Sirianni problem. I mean, you've had what seven weeks to get this straight, and you won one of one of your last seven. That uh, you know, you start out ten and one, and you finish the season one and seven in your next eight games, and and that's just that's just not a uh, good football. It's just not it's not good football. Um, and so. We'll move forward. We'll move on to the divisional round. We got the matchups here. The Texans and the Ravens start the weekend at 4.30 on Saturday. This is going to be a fun game. If, if C.J. Stroud could come out and ball, we, we got to battle the quarterbacks here. And, and I'm picking the Ravens. The Ravens are my favorite to win the Super Bowl this year. Um, and I, I just I think C.J. Stroud's good. I think the Texans team, Texans team looks pretty, pretty good. I don't think they can beat the Ravens in, in Baltimore, though. I'd love to be proven wrong, though. Um, but I, I'm picking the Ravens here. We got the Packers versus the 49ers. Uh, and in a matchup, I'm sure San Fran's ha- really, really, really happy about to get the 49ers here. At, or excuse me, the 49ers to get the Packers. Um, I'm sure they're happy about that. Um, again, though, I, I, I'm not willing to sleep on I think it's what a nine and a half spread uh, spread right now. San Fran's a nine and a half point favorite right now. I, I'm not willing to go and 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 say you know I, I think this is going to be a seven ten point game. I think maybe they're they're close there. A one I think it's going to be a one score game. I really do. I like San Fran, but I, I think they're beatable. I think San Fran's beatable. That's that's my opinion of them. Uh. I think uh, it, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride behind these Packers. I'm gonna be honest. Now I'm picking San Francisco to win this game. I'm gonna play it safe and pick San Fran to win this game. But I think the Packers could pull another upset off this week. I really do. All right. So then we go to Sunday. You get the Buccaneers and the Lions uh, in Detroit at the three o'clock hour, and. Uh, I don't know. This is, I really feel the Buccaneers could pull off another one. I think this is going to be close. I'm picking the Lions, though. I have to stay with the Lions. I really, I really think the Lions will win here. Then we end with the Chiefs versus the Bills, this time in Buffalo. I don't think it matters, though. I'm picking the Chiefs. I think I think the Chiefs win this game. Uh and and we move on. And and like I said, if there's any team the league has, you know, uh, you know that the league benefits from for pushing putting them through the playoffs, it is the Kansas City Chiefs. You get the Taylor Swift fan base behind you. Um, this, you know, the Chiefs need to be at the Super Bowl, right? It's a CBS game. CBS gets the the Super Bowl. Uh, I I thoroughly believe you know CBS has some interest in getting the Chiefs to the Super Bowl uh, for the Taylor Swift fan base to watch, right? Um, just think about it, right? Just think about it, right? And I'm not saying the league is rigged. 
I'm just saying there may be some interest involved with that, uh, that if the league ever did try to rig it, it would be for the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't really have much more to say about Wildcard Weekend. Uh, so we'll, we'll end it there. A, a nice short episode. Some craziness for, for in the wild card. Um, I don't expect the same amount of craziness to happen in the divisional round. I do again. It's Ravens, 49ers, Lions, and Chiefs. Um, so three of the four games, I think the home team wins. Um, and and so with that being said, thank y'all for listening and watching. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, link to the to the Discord group in the description. And I will see you all on the next episode.